Good morning. The reading from the Word today is from the Gospel of John in the 10th chapter, verses 1 to 10. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by any other way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for them, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So this text today, uh, John 10, 1 through 10, particularly John 10, 10, is actually my, my favorite text in the whole Bible. John 10, 10. The thief comes but to steal and to kill and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly, or have it to the full, some texts say. And it became my favorite text when I was about 14 years old, going to Clearfield Community Church, and they, back in the day, we used to get together for regional uh, youth gatherings, and we had one such gathering up in Idaho somewhere. I don't It wasn't at Cathedral Pines where we usually go. I don't remember where it was, but that was the theme verse for for this weekend retreat that we had. Salt Lake was there, their youth group, and uh, Ogden was there, and uh, several other churches uh, whom we don't see so much anymore. But it was significant at that time because as I listened to the speakers and we sang songs and we opened up this theme uh, of John 10.10 over the course of the weekend, I began to realize that when I was 14, there were a lot of voices calling to me. And when you're 14, there are a lot of And you're pretty much like a sheep at 14 anyway. You're trying to find your way. You're trying to figure out where we're going. People are there's all kinds, there's a cacophony of voices who are trying to get your attention. And there were, there were a lot of voices in my head or around me coming at me at the age of 14 and 15 telling me all kinds of things. And I began to realize on that weekend that many of those voices were thieves who were coming to steal and to kill and to destroy. Voices that were telling me that I wasn't adequate the way I was, that I needed to know the right people or or do the right things or wear the right clothes or do this or do that. And a lot about my own self-worth being wrapped up in who liked me and who didn't like me, particularly girls. 
Uh, I don't want to get too far into my own personal story, but I will say if uh, there was something in me that said, if Tanya Westbrook liked me, then I must be worthwhile, right? <laughs> and, and I put a lot of effort into Tanya Westbrook liking me. I, well, I will say that. And there are these voices that continually call out to me and try and, and say that you're, you're inadequate. You're not right or good enough you don't look right you don't act right and if you would just do this or if you would just do that or if you would just get to know so and so or if you would just act like this person or act like that person or if you would just do these activities and do these things then you would finally be Okay, and what I began to hear on that weekend was a different voice, the voice of Jesus Christ, who said to me, you know what, I created you to be extraordinary and lovely and worthy of love even when you don't dress so well and even when your hair doesn't look right, which it didn't when I was 14, i got to (laughs) say. Even when you don't know what to say. Or even when the right people don't like you. In fact, Jesus said, sometimes I like you better when the right right people don't like you. (laughs) And Jesus said, you know what? I love you no matter what. But if you listen to my voice, I will help you become who you really want to be in your heart of hearts. I began to hear Jesus saying, who you are is really grounded in knowing me and letting me be the light in your life and letting my voice drown out so many of those other voices. And I committed myself that weekend to trying my best to listen to the Good Shepherd and not these thieves who came only to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now i got to say, it didn't always go that well. There were other voices. It changed after I got, you know, when I got older, it was, it was other kinds of voices that would say to me, you know what, you're never going to make it through this. I, in fact, i got to tell you, the, the day I graduated from college was one of my proudest days because I had been convinced within myself and, and, and all evidence pointed to I would never be able to get through college. I just wasn't a good student. And I spent most of my adolescence feeling like I just wasn't very smart and could not get this school stuff down. Math in particular. Don't ask me to do math. I became a minister because there's no math, right? (laughs) Among other things, but that was a... (laughs) No math, right? And I just, I was convinced I could never get through college. In fact, I got, I got kicked out of college because I wasn't doing very well. And, and it was, it was only after I let the voice of Jesus say, hey, what do you, what do you mean you're, you can't do this? I want you to be in my service in the church. And the only way you're going to do that is if you get through college and you get through seminary 
So stop telling yourself that you can't get through it. And I'll be darned. I got, I got it done. And I, that day I graduated, I, I was so proud of myself I, because I didn't think I'd ever be able to do it. But the voice of truth told me otherwise. It said, don't listen to those voices that say you can't. And there were other times. There were times when uh, the voices, the thief, the voices of the thief told me all kinds of things that I had to, I had to completely change and give up and be cynical. In fact, the voice of depression, the voice of the thief of depression almost stole and killed and destroyed my life. If not for my mother, i got to say, Happy Mother's Day, if not for my mother's voice being the voice of the Good Shepherd one night and calling me back from the brink, among, which she did many times over. We get to choose these voices sometimes, and there's so many all around us. My point in sharing kind of these, these personal things, and I still find myself fighting off the voices of the thieves who come in to the world to drag us away out of the pasture and out into the wild where we're sure to be devoured. And my point in this is that when Jesus was speaking these words, when Jesus was talking to the people in Jerusalem in that area, the thief at that time was Rome. And the thief was the religious aristocracy that insisted that people, that they be prosperous and that their abundance come on the backs of the everyday people. And Jesus said, hell no! That is not the kingdom of God. And His voice, the Good Shepherd said, do not listen to these thieves, but follow Me to the kingdom of God. Where every sheep has a full and abundant life. We're the sheep, by the way. <laughs> Where every one of God's children is worthy of a full and abundant life. Rome said, no, only a particular few. And the Pharisees joined them. Jesus said, no, it's all of us or nobody. And His voice was calling out, and it made Rome so mad they executed him on a cross. When John wrote this, the thief was a, a, a whole group of people who were fighting over which Jesus they were going to follow. You know, there, weren't, there wasn't a Christianity that came out of uh, the Jesus movement. There were Christianities, and there was a long struggle about which version of Jesus are we really going to we are we really going to follow and john was feeling people were being dragged away to some other form of jesus or abandoning the idea of the kingdom of god through jesus altogether and john in this text the thief were these voices that were saying you know what this jesus isn't really worthwhile this isn't really the messiah who came to save the world. This isn't really the Lamb of God. And John was begging, listen to the Good Shepherd who calls you to a life that is full and abundant. 
And he was begging us to listen to that voice over the many other Christianities. And today, there are thieves all around us. Thieves of, whose voices call out the voice of hopelessness, the voice of despair, the voice of this is ridiculous, the world is gone to hell, and let's just get on with it. I wish Jesus would just come back now and wipe it all out and start over. That, that is hopelessness and despair. And it is not the voice of the Good Shepherd. The voice of, of get yours, forget about them. Just make sure you take care of your own. And somehow, somehow people turn that voice into Jesus sometimes. It's amazing. I watch it on, the, I watch it on TV all the time. People take this voice of get mine, to heck with you, in fact, the, the bigger walls we can put between ourselves and those people, the better off we are. And then they invoke the name of Jesus around it. And I don't know how they do it, but it's amazing. That is not the voice of Jesus. There are a lot of thieves crying out, getting our attention, dragging us away from pasture, from where Jesus is, drowning out His voice that calls to us, that says, full and abundant life is this way. Don't go over there. That thief is a liar. And it will lead to death. Follow me over here where the grass is green and the water is cool and pure. Where you will be loved and affirmed. And not just that, but where you will be led to becoming the person God created you to be. The person you really want to be. And not at the expense of someone else. And not abundance that's found in how much money you have in your checking account or how well your investments are doing, but abundance that's found in the amount of love, in the amount of joy, in the amount of peace that is existing within and around you. That's what, I'll tell you what, there's something about someone who can be at peace even when they're broke. I mean, there's something about it. Those folks are experiencing abundance beyond what we can possibly understand. It is my prayer this morning as we have gathered here that we listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd who calls us by name, who knows us and loves us. That's the difference. The thief wants something from you. The shepherd wants you to experience full and abundant life. I pray today that we all find the strength and the will to listen to the voice of Jesus. Let us pray. Great and loving God, good shepherd who leads us to pasture, we thank you. 
We thank You that, that You know our names, that You love us beyond even what we can love ourselves. God, so often it's our own voice that leads us astray. May we focus our ears to hear and our eyes to see all that You have in store for us. We ask this in the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.